I am going out into the middle of nowhere to turn five acres of desert into a permaculture oasis. Please join me on my journey. Well, as you can hear, the new dog, which is still on trial, is very talkative this evening, as he has been pretty much all the other two evenings I've had him here. So for this night, he's um, instead of having like intermittent jags of barking, where I say his name and he stops, this time he's just continually barking, and I say his name and he doesn't stop. <laughs> um, more seriously, though, he did get into a fight with my dog twice today, which was actually pretty unsettling and is possibly a deal breaker. Um, however, I suspect it is due to lack of personal space for the dogs more than anything else. And I don't know if it's a real issue or like a, you know, actual issue. It might just be because the first time they had come into the RV for the first time together and were, I mean, it was they were pretty much on top of each other and it's just a tiny space and I'm guessing that they just you know were too close and the other thing is for the last well I think it was today that I said yeah it was today that I set it up earlier today where I decided to try instead of having them each on their own cable off of the same pulley on the zip line in lieu of figuring you know I haven't quite figured out another solution yet um I had taken them and given them instead of their each their own cable I had taken the second cable and bunched it up so that they were like maybe six to eight feet apart at all times at the, at the farthest and then they could get closer and that way they got less tangled um, and that really worked for that but I think that it was um, giving them issues because they like when one pulled the other one had to stop whatever they were doing and kind of go in that direction or at least that's you know what was happening and I think that that was kind of just really getting to be too much for them not having the ability to go wherever they wanted each wanted individually and being kind of tied together like that so I do think that it was situational and circumstantial and I'm gonna you know give it more time but it was quite unsettling and I can't have them be doing that I don't mind the jumping on me and the, you know, crawling on me when I sit down next to them and the competing for my attention a little bit and that kind of thing. Um, I don't mind that dog stuff because actually, you know, if I had a big area to hang out and roll around with them on the floor, I would. So maybe someday I'll actually have a home that I could do that in. Isn't it weird, by the way, that we all have to work our whole lives just to get a home? Um, and maybe, maybe for some people it, it comes sooner than our whole lives, but I mean, you have to really work really hard just to have a home. It's always seemed really weird to me, but that's a whole side trip. Anyway, so, um, I just got a, an instant booking for the first B&B unit that I have up and running and listed and stuff. And so I have to, this weekend, just pretty much have to figure out how to do it, um, because it's been so hot. I'm going to have to get up really early tomorrow and work as much as I can both mornings and potentially a little bit in the evenings. But I went and got rocks just this evening instead of walking the dogs. They did get to both ramble this morning, which was amazing. I was kind of like unsure whether I should let the new dog do that after only two days. But sure enough, they were great. And he came right back and she came right back. And actually, they didn't even stay out that long. So it was just um, it worked really well. Very good dogs for that in that way because <laughs> um, they were bad dogs for fighting um, but I did go get some rocks today um, this evening so I have a good supply of rocks and I realized I already had some a few I wasn't sure how many I had and so my goal is this weekend to get the front stoop done it's going to be rock and cement and I'm going <laughs> to really kind of funny but it's kind of perfect I try to protect my my cement my quickcrete bags and stuff from the implement from the elements but um occasionally it has not worked and they've gotten wet and then they turn into big lumps of concrete <laughs> of course and so i went over and looked and there is a bag that was partially uncovered by the tarp and stuff and so it looks like it's turned into a big big piece of concrete so I think what I'll do is I'll just use it as filler because I want to build up basically a layer of rocks and cement. It's about, it's two pallets high. So what is that? Eight inches to get to the door for the camper. 
And I want to make like a landing entry step, you know, kind of a stoop or a small porch out of rock. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'll use that cement bag as um, one of the, you know, like I'll just use it as one of the, instead of one of the rocks that I was going to fill the space with. So basically I'll do concrete and rock um, and then I'll, I'll have that layer be drying all day tomorrow. And then the next morning I'll do, and maybe even that evening, um, it would be better to do it sooner than later. I'll get another layer of concrete on there and then I'll lay that flagstone that I harvested from the telephone company drilling this big deep trench in the side of the road a few weeks back, or maybe a month back. And so I want to do like this beautiful flagstone kind of entry. And then if I can get it done, I'll try to do more of the wall, but I might just put up a sign or let her know in a message, just, hey, pardon the, pardon our dust, you know, I'm still working on the, wa the wall around it, because realistically, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get that done, but it would be really important to get it done aesthetically. I just don't know if I can get it done, because the other thing I need to build, there's two other things this weekend. I need to build a shower, <laughs> and I need to build a support frame for the loft. I'm pretty sure that's what I should do, even though the camper is anchored to the ground, and it will be even pretty solidly anchored in to the rock wall the rock wall isn't complete yet and I just don't want the camper to like break in half I don't really know how much weight it can handle I don't know how much this person weighs it is one person and her pet her dog you know so that's good but yeah I have to have that done by she's checking in on the 31st so fuck me <laughs> but anyway so and then um, building the shower I think is going to be fairly straightforward I just I think I can pretty much get it done I've I've had worked this out in my head mostly for the most part, you know, before. So I'm just recently, so I think I can do it. I'm going to lay down a pallet. I'm going to use probably four posts and I'm probably just going to use two by fours for this. Cause let's be realistic. No one's going to lean on the shower. You know, that's just, I mean, people are just going to stand in there. So, um, the one problem is I don't have a reciprocating saw yet. Um, and so I can't really cut out full boards. I might be able to cut out partial boards, but I doubt that's going to actually be stable because they're, the spacers are so far apart. So I think I'm going to have to figure something out. I think what I'll do just to get it done is to use plywood. So I'll do a pallet topped with plywood and I'll do four posts, probably just two by fours, like I said, and then I'll do the beams across the, you know, the top of the four posts. And I'll probably put for now just to get it done on the outside of the shower, I'll put an empty rain barrel and on top of that rain barrel, I'll anchor the rain barrel with like some, you know, cinder blocks probably because it'll be empty. It'll probably blow down instantly, <laughs> but I'll, I'll anchor it just temporarily for now for this guest. And then I'll put a bucket on top of that so that it won't be visible to the person in the shower really. I mean, it might be visible a little bit depending on how much I can get done this weekend, but I'll put the pump um, the sh I have this really cool little battery operated, um, pump shower that the owner, the, the, the seller of the RV, when I bought it, he couldn't, I guess he, he didn't realize that the RV's shower head thing was still in the RV. He just couldn't find it. Um, so he went to Home Depot and I guess he bought a Home Depot, he brought a Home Depot bucket and he brought this like shower thing and he showed it to me and, um, indicated that that was what I was supposed to use. Um, so... I just kept it because I thought it was kind of cool and why throw away something that is cool. And I'm glad I did because I can just stick that and immerse it. It's a submersible pump and I'll just stick that in the bucket, fill the bucket with water so that, she, you know, there's enough water for the weekend for her to shower. I guess she's starting on Monday, so Monday and Tuesday nights. So she'll have enough, you know, water to have a couple showers. And um, I might check it if she leaves during the day. I'll go check it and fill it up again for her or whatever, but... Um, and then all I'm going to do, I think I'll do lattice around the shower stall to create like kind of a stall. And then in the future, I'll work on something a little more private. Like I think I'm just going to do the reed matting and stuff, but I'll take a look at how it looks. It's so remote. Like no one's going to see anything. You could walk around naked out here and like literally you won't, no one will mean I do sometimes you know but not like intentionally but just more like oh I'm gonna go outside I have to get that thing and no one's gonna care no one's gonna see whatever so I think that that'll be fine but um for the guest comfort I think you know going forward I'll probably you know um because there's gonna be potentially I hope multiple guests you know on the site um at the same time so I want to make it so there's some privacy but uh she'll be the only guest this time so I think it should be okay 
but I'll do the best I can. I might have to take, if I, if I look at it and it doesn't feel right to just do the lattice and I can't think of anything else to use, what I'll probably do is take down that reed mat, that I, that rolled reed mat that I started to use for the trellis I'm building and just put it in the shower for her so that, you know, she's comfortable. Um, and, and then I will just mount the shower head on the top of that, like on the beam, basically, in one of the two by fours. So there's, there's pretty much a shower, right? And I could put like a hook, you know, and I'm really fortunate that I ordered and planned ahead and went um, thrifting and got like pots and pans and I bought a smoke alarm and I got like a toilet paper roll holder and I got like rodent repellent, you know, balls, um, because I know that mice had gotten into the composting toilet because no one was using it. And they like ripped up and shredded all the toilet paper and made little, probably little nests in there. And it was just, you know, someone to go in there and take all that out and clean it. But in order to prevent that from happening again, I got these little like mint smelling rodent repellent balls. Um, so I'll definitely put one in there and then I'll get this toilet paper roll holder mounted so that the mice will have a harder time. You know, not that I think that they will go in there once the rodent repellent, but um, you never know, right? So, plus it just kind of makes it easier to use the space. So luckily I have that all prepared and got that ahead of time. And I did also get a really nice shower mat for the outdoor shower I was going to build. So going forward, I'll probably use pretty paint and paint it like a pretty turquoise color or something, you know, just for fun. I'll paint in like the shower or whatever. But for now, obviously I don't have any time, so I'm just going to get that done. I think, I think I can build that fairly quickly. The main thing is waiting for the um, footings to, to cure, but I think I don't have time, so I'll just build it anyway. Um, just kind of go forward because it is, I mean, it's really lightweight material. We're talking two by fours and lattice, you know, so, and I'm anchoring them to the pallet. So, I mean, it'll probably be, it, it won't matter if the concrete isn't cured yet, kind of probably. So it's going to be fun and crazy. And then I have to basically for the, to hold up the loft in the camper. And I'm going to do this for the other camper that I got too, but th that one's a lot more of a, a bigger job, but this one's a, a smaller camper. It's going to be less work and it's lower down so it's not going to be as much wood but I think I've got some really nice two by sixes that I can cut to fit the space and then I'll do concrete footings for those and then I'll do a uh, two by six um, beam that will hold you know um, and I think that should be sufficient and I might do the two by six beam you know, um, vertically, like, how do you, that, no, that's not right. Um, if it's, a, so instead of laying it like flat, I'll lay it upright so that it, you know, there's, it can take more weight, you know, or it can handle more stress. And I think that that should be sufficient and it should be dry by the time the guest arrives. So that's, I need to get all that done by Monday at 11 a.m. And what I'm going to do, that give, that does give me Monday morning to kind of like maybe, you know, maybe I can get more done, but I, I really would like to do more rock work and get that rock wall sufficiently, you know, like, like, like a lot more, but I'm just, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it done because you have to wait for the concrete to dry in between rock courses. And it's just, there's too many courses and there's too much going and getting rocks. So I'll probably just explain that to the guest, you know, that it's under construction, but that it's very stable because it is anchored to the ground. So it's not, you know, I just look, I just want to do the rock wall because it just looks to me like if I were walking up on something that was sitting on pallets, I would feel weird. And I would wonder, is that secure? And it's so weird that these contractors out here are like, that's the standard. They're like, yeah, let's put it on pallets. And I'm just like, really? That's what, the that's the standard? Like what, you know, that's just what they've all said. So I'm kind of confused, but so my solution, because it is stable, I've been in there, um, it doesn't wobble around or anything, but, uh, you know, and part of that is because I think it, you know, I paid to have it anchored into the ground with chains and cement, but the rock wall is going to make it look really stable. It's going to give the visual of what it actually is. So even though it is stable, it, to me, it just looks janky and unstable. And that's frustrating to me. And it's my fault, my dumbass for not doing it and just procrastinating. And there I go. That's what I get. So I think that should make everything done and ready. And, um, I mean, hopefully then maybe I can fine, t fine tune or tweak or whatever. Just, I do need to get probably road signage. I do have good directions. I have the, you know, the pin. Um, but I think it would help to have signage and that would be a fairly straightforward thing to do. I already have the, I'm using the, the, 
the rudder for the boat that I bought, um, which doesn't totally make sense, but it was so cool. I wanted to use it. Um, you know, it's, it's not like a boat themed site, but it's just, it just makes a cool sign. So I figured I'd use it alternate alternatively. What I could do cause that kind of doesn't make sense. Um, it's just to use some of the scrap wood that I've gathered the, you know, like pieces of plywood and different scraps like that are flat and, you know, it would allow painting and, you know, screw it into like the existing, um, utility pole and have it stick out towards the road like that, you know, and then have it be, have one for each of the units, you know, so that it's more, it makes more sense. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what I get done, but I definitely have to get, I, I don't have to, but I definitely really want to get the stoop kind of entry thing done. I'd say the big thing that I have to get, the two things I have to get done are the shower and the support framework. But I really, you know, I, it would make me feel a lot better if I had that rock work done. So I'm just going to bust my ass this weekend and get this shit all dialed in. And I think it's going to come together pretty well just because I've thought it through kind of ahead of time. Um, the There's a few people on Facebook that were responding to my questions about my issue with the... I didn't even ask a question, to be honest. I just, like, said what I was doing um, with the pump, with the, you know, the issue with the leak, potential leak I have, which is, it has to be a leak. Um, and it seems like there's some people that were responding and they're saying something like this part of the pump needs to be something or otherized and I didn't understand any of it but um looks like someone posted a picture saying is this what it is because I couldn't for some reason post a picture to Facebook it would not allow me it's just sitting there churning and so you know it was like you know on one percent or something for like a hundred percent and it um just sat there forever and then it just yeah I don't know what why I can't upload photos for some reason anymore I don't know why how I could before it's just not letting me know so I wasn't able to like show them, but I was able to describe it and tell them the brand name and stuff. And so hopefully that they're, they know what they're talking about. It was something about pressure tank, something, I don't know. So it's potential. There's a potential that I don't have a leak, but I don't know how could it possibly be cycling though, if there's no water that it's pumping. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. So it seems like people have stopped. The thread is kind of maybe paused. So I'll keep seeing if I can, you know, troubleshoot with these people if they're willing to keep troubleshooting with me because usually people out here since it's so remote and there's a lot of things that can go wrong and we're all kind of in the same boat I have noticed people then tend to try to help each other um you know and that's um I posted it to a group where there was a lot more more informational based um there's a lot of different groups out here and um that's one that's kind of more about like you know finding a certain kind of snake and wondering what kind of snake it is or stuff like that so um you know it's pretty typical for people to help each other um, so hopefully that can get resolved. That's a pretty big deal, but I have just been unplugging the pump and leaving it unplugged because I only really use it in the evenings. Um, and then once or twice a week to fill my RV. So it doesn't need to be on all the time. And actually I've started going every other day with watering just to see what happens because I, you know, I think it was overwatering some things in the greenhouse and they're just dying because of being overwatered, believe it or not, in the desert, which is just ridiculous and sad. But um, also just to see, because it is a ton of water and I went out of town for a night and I was really worried and everything was pretty much fine. I mean, the garden was a little rough and some of the, like, basically the annual plants, you know, the watermelon, the pepper, those, those weren't doing well. I've have seen that the strawberries are kind of losing the, I think that they're basically dying. I don't think it's, um, I think it's too hot for them to be honest. And I don't know what else it could be. Maybe, maybe if I planted more strawberries in that garden that was like sheltered by the burlap, like I have my little garden bed with the tomatoes and the watermelons and cucumbers and lettuces and stuff that are all doing pretty well. But, um, I might spot water just the garden bed every day. Um, cause it, it, it doesn't make sense to stress the plants that much. Like the watermelon kind of starts curling up a little bit and I don't, I don't think it's good to go every other day for those annual plants, but for perennials, like the vines do look a little rough, but they're, they're fine. I actually got a hummingbird this morning. Um, oh, that reminds me. I also had a walking, or not a walking stick, a, uh, 
praying mantis. And I think he lives over by the Chinese pistache because I've seen him over there a few times when I water there and they pop out of the way, you know. Um, and then they kind of stop and they just like look at you and kind of watch you and see what you're going to do. <laughs> it's really neat. But um, it did get a little container filled with a good number of them. And I don't know where they all went, but it may, may have come from that. Um, but yeah, so, and then actually it's interesting on my way to town, to up north, I saw one um, hawk and then on my way back I saw a pair of hawks, which was really cool. I haven't seen that really before, especially that close. And then I saw an orange snake a few days back on the road. And then there was something else um, that I saw. Oh, I saw a roadrunner in a tree, which I've almost never seen. So a lot of kind of cool stuff. And then I saw this really scary looking giant centipede. Uh, And it was like, it came out of my garden bed. I think they like moisture, you know. And it was probably like six or seven inches long. And probably about the width of your thumb wide, just fucking scary looking. And of course they move really fast, you know, so it went under a rock because, you know, the poor thing is just trying to survive just like anybody else. But I was just like, I've got to put this on Facebook. I've got to ask people what this is because someone around here will know, right? Um, people lived at her longer and seen, had more chance to see something like that. You know, they'll be able to tell me is it poisonous or not. And, um, people were saying that it's venomous, but not poisonous. And I guess the difference is that venom just hurts and poison, you know, is like toxic. Um, but venom just is painful. And so anyway, uh, I got a video of it and it like starts, I pulled the rock away and it starts coming at me and I went, Ooh, you know, (laughs) involuntarily, but luckily for some odd reason that got cut out of the video or you couldn't hear it or whatever. And so it's like, Oh, phew. Cause it was embarrassing. But anyway, I don't care, whatever. But I posted that and um, got a lot of responses and a a lot of people were commenting. And I guess they were saying that it was venomous and not poisonous, but it it hurts like a motherfucker. A lot of people said like, like they've been bit by it and, you know, be careful. But also some people were like, yeah, it avoids humans. So I noticed that it was definitely trying to get away from me. Like, it's interesting. I just look at all creatures that they're just trying to make their way in life just like we are you know there's it's not like you know i'm on cue it's like if you're if you step on something of course it's gonna you're hurt you hurt it you know of course it's gonna fight back you know or if you get between a mama bear and its cub it's gonna protect its you know like these are just things that you would do too if you were in their shoes so I just look at it like that and it seems to go pretty well in general you know like all these people I remember posting this picture of a teeny tiny little scorpion that I saw near my garden bed a few weeks ago and I had put this um this little wire that connects a clothespin the two wood pieces of a clothespin next to it because it was just laying there and I was like for scale this is what this is you can see how tiny it was and I was really surprised all these responses were like oh be careful oh no uh." and you're like oh kill it and I was just like huh like it was just it had its tail down and I don't know if you've ever seen a scorpion with its tail down but I would assume that that means it's not feeling aggressive it's not coming at you to sting you it's literally just trying to get somewhere you know just seek shelter and you know or or it's just sitting there and so I didn't you know I don't even know where it went I didn't like it was just it was right next to my garden bed right but I basically just wore shoes for a few days and so far so good right knock on wood um but yeah I'm kind of surprised people are just like kill it I just look at it differently and, you know, there's a time and a place for caution. Like when I had that rattlesnake under my RV, I, you know, I went out with the gun and the hose and I spoke very sternly to that thing. I was like, oh, no, nope, you're going. (laughs) And um, he obliged and hasn't come back. You know, maybe he told his friends. So again, knock on wood. But you know, it's like, yeah, be smart and use caution. But also like, I don't think that we need to walk through the world, like looking at creatures that aren't human as like this, this enemy to be destroyed. It just, you know, I think this is like programming we've received. So, and I've had a lot of direct communication with other creatures. I wish I could have direct communication with this dog right now though. God, she would shut up. I think he's just barking because there's other dogs across the way. I don't know. I went to a workshop today that the board for the member owner association um, had and um, they're going to start opening up the community like area that's um, supposed to be open for members to use all the time and has been just closed since I moved here 
for like a year and a half for no reason. And we have a new manager finally, and it looks like they're actually going to open it. So you can go and actually just play ping pong or hang out. They're still going to be staffing it, which is like ridiculous bullshit, whatever. Like, yes, we need to monitor you, you know, Muppet baby children. You can't control yourselves. It's silly, but at least they're going to have it open. So you can actually go in there and hang out. And they just got two mini splits, so that should be more comfortable as well. Um, I spoke up, and and it was well-received, and, um, you know, yada yada. So, but that was kind of, it was a little bit dry. I thought it would be a little more engaging, but it was still good. I still try to go and be responsible and, you know, be part of the conversation. And, you know, because, like, I don't think, I don't think people have a right to complain if they're not going to, like, get involved, you know. So I did that today, and then I went and got in the pool for a little bit. Had a nice conversation with um, this elderly couple who, well, actually, the the grandpa wasn't there today, but the the grandma was, and they're raising they're they're raising their grandkids, um, so a boy and a girl, and um, we all seem to get along real well. And the the grandma seems to really appreciate my politics. I wore my MAGA hat once, and she just was like you know, really inspired by it, and she decided she's going to get one for herself, and I was just kind of tickled. But um, her grandkids like me, and, um, you know, we were, t- we were kind of joking around about pool noodles and stuff like that. So I chatted with them for a bit, and, um, you know, I ran into this other, um, this couple who, they're very young. Um, actually, I think they might be 40, but they just look really young. And they have, like, a daughter who's probably 13 or something, and um, every, I just kind of see them around, and they're super friendly, and the, the husband uh, brews beer, and... Um, and he makes a pretty good sour, so that's how kind of how I know them. It's just from a potluck, and then they they kind of know my my ex, or their kid plays with his half sister or whatever. So sometimes so, but um, I run into them often, and they were there and had a nice little chat with them before they took off. And um, yeah, my ex ex boyfriend was at the meeting, and um, he actually did something kind of nice, which is weird because he just ignores me. Like he acts like I don't exist. And so I just act like he doesn't exist too, because that's where his emotional maturity level is. And I just don't want to get like, I don't like, I don't care, whatever. (laughs) It's like, okay, just meet you where you are. But, um, he actually, um, did something kind of decent where he, you know, I had made my point and he had, when he went up to speak, I didn't even know he was there. Um, he, uh, looked over toward me and was like, you know, he acknowledged that I had made a good point and I was kind of like, huh, okay, well, uh, that's better than nothing. But, um, so yeah. And it, it was, I didn't feel threatened by this ex ex because he's not scary toxic. <laughs> um, let's see. So I think that's kind of everything. Although I don't know if I've talked about the, the, I think I have talked about the mud wall that I'm building. I've taken a little bit of a break cause I've got a lot on my plate as per the huge. Um, the new dog is, it's kind of insane. It's very hard to raise, uh, to train a dog, raise a dog. He's got some natural, just a very good boy naturally. Um, but he doesn't know how to sit. He doesn't know how to lie down. He doesn't know how to, he comes well. Like when you say come, he comes, he's really good at that. Um, he responds to his name very well. Like if you say his name, he'll come like, that's something that my dog just, Oh God, it took a very long time. And I actually still have to say it several times. Sometimes it just depends on her mood, you know? Um, so he's a very good boy, but he just doesn't even know what sit means. And I, I've, I've really tried. And so the, it's only been three days, but like today I was, you know, first time they, he was in the RV and I actually decided to put them on leashes inside the RV at opposite ends of the RV, just cause I, I wanted to separate them after they had that big fight in the RV. Uh, cause I was kind of just not sure what was going on. <clears throat> I had an inkling, but I didn't want to risk it, you know, anymore. Cause that, that's, it's kind of scary when they won't stop fighting like that and they get really, they're fighting. It's pretty scary. Um, and you can't really step in too, cause then you'll get bit or something, you know? Um, and I know my dog has sharp claws. She's scraped me by accident multiple times and it really hurts. She even just steps on my foot and that hurts. Like she's sharp. She's part wolf and I've never had a dog. I've never felt that before. Maybe that's normal, but she just feels like she has sharper claws than other dogs. Um, but this new one, uh, the new dog, he today actually sat 
and he actually laid down. And he didn't do it when I was necessarily saying it right away the first time, but he did do it. And I think he kind of knows what I'm asking him to do. <laughs> and one really special thing I'll say, this was before the fighting today, this was yesterday, when I thought everything was all copacetic, and I was, I was thinking there's no real reason not to adopt this one because he is on a trial. I was petting him and I just said, you know, would you like to come live with us? Do you want to be part of this family? You know, do you like us? We, you know, I think that we like you. It seems like, you know, we all like each other. And he softened. It was amazing. Like his whole body just softened a little bit. Like he's very rigid. He's very muscular, rigid, you know, prefers to stand. Doesn't really, it's interesting. Like he doesn't like lay down like, like my dog does, you know, where she's just kind of floppy and she likes gets, she lays down pretty easily. I've taught, I've worked with her a lot on lay down and sit, but, um, she's really good at sit. She's, she's pretty good at lie down right now. You know, it's been a long, it's been like a year and a half. I've been working with her and she's, um, it's actually been two, almost two years that I've been working with her. Cause I got her several months before leaving. I think it might've been two months before leaving. So, but she's finally really good at lying down. But, uh, you know, he, it was interesting and I, I kind of, it made me think like maybe he's tensed up, you know, cause he knows he's on trial and he knows, you know, he's got to be ready for anything. It's like hypervigilance basically in humans who have PTSD. Right. So I was really fascinated by that. It was definitely a perceptible change in him. And he's just, you know, he softened a little bit, like he relaxed a little bit and he is just absolutely kind of adorable. Really. He'll, he'll jump up, but he won't jump up on me. Like my dog does. He'll jump up and just like place his paws very gently on me. And just, it's just really cute. So they seem to be doing better since I've gotten them back on their own, um, cables again. So I think that probably was the issue and it would be nice to keep him um, cause I do like having two dogs and I like having a boy dog and he seems like a really good match, but if they're going to fight like that, I can't, that's, that's a, that's a deal breaker. That's dangerous for both of them and just a big hassle. And you know, it indicates that they're not going to get along. So hopefully those two fights didn't make them never want to talk to each other again. <laughs> um, so I have my work cut out for me this weekend and I was able to postpone my junk call appointment. I'm meeting this lady just to get a few scraps of some wire and stuff like that. Um, and then like hopefully a couple of old chairs. I think she'll give me those too. They're pretty funky looking. Um, but it's not much, but I was going to get a few more pallets that are probably, there's probably like maybe five or six good pallets left in that, in the pallets that were offered to me. And you know, any pallets I can get, um, if it's worth the trip, I'll do it, you know. I wouldn't probably go anywhere for just six pallets, but I might. If I was, you know, maybe I would try to dovetail with some other stuff. But yeah, if I can get the junk too, it would be worth it. But I postponed that till next weekend. And the lady um, actually was super friendly. She was, um, I just told, I was just honest. I just told her I had an instant booking and needed to get some stuff done prepared for this person. And it, um, it's my first ever for that unit. So um, for Airbnb, actually, it's my first ever. And so, um, she was just super friendly and supportive and she's like, Oh, good luck, you know, congratulations. And you know, it's going to start pouring in. And I was like, well, that'd be cool. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. And, um, you know, it should be an interesting weekend. Woohoo! <laughs> This is Weekend Update with... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know why I thought of that Saturday, Saturday Night Live skit. But I am giving a weekend update while the, whilst the dogs play. And the shade is really nice right now. It's late morning. It's getting close to... Oh, it's 11.15 already. I'm in the hammock. <clears throat> I'm fairly uh, exhausted. I got a lot of work today done on the B&B unit that I'm that I have a reservation for here on Monday. <clears throat> just got Instabooked or whatever it's called. And so I went and did the frame to hold up the loft. And that actually went easier than I thought, although it did take some little fine tuning. It did go a lot quicker and it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. When I do the other camper, which is larger, um, that's going to be um, the same process, obviously, but, you know, it would probably be a little more... Um, a little harder because it's just bigger and and all that might hold you know might be more weight or whatever um and then I had fun because I figured I could probably just lean a lattice up uh, against that and screw it onto the frame there that I'd put in to kind of hide the 
under construction area that's still not done and that's not going to get done in time. Hi, baby. Hello there. Oh, look at that. You can reach the hammock. Hi. Um, oh, hi, other baby. Oh, my goodness. How cute. <laughs> one of them sidled up alongside the hammock to get some love, and then the other one, like, just squirmed in to fit inside the hole between the hammock and the other dog. It's cute. So... While I was doing that, I kind of realized, like, oh, you can still see the, the, you know, construction mess. It's like a partially built rock wall and some, you know, concrete blocks, and one of them's broke, and it just looks messy. And I wanted to give a first impression when they pull up. So I found that I had four pickets that I hadn't cut up yet, and I screwed those onto the bottom part of the lattice, and those indeed do hide the construction mess. And then I moved the welcome sign, which has three stars and a cow head, up uh, quite a bit higher on the camper so that it really stands out against the white of the camper and is really highly visible when you first pull in. And I added a sign that just basically offers appreciation for, you know, them pardoning the construction mess, you know, because... I think that extends goodwill and hopefully, you know, it just acknowledges it. So they're not like disappointed. They're like, oh, okay, well, you know, they're aware of it and they're, you know, apologizing to us or, or appreciating us for putting up with it. So I think that does go a long way. It would for me. And so I made a little sign and put that on. And then I, um, I got the footings in, I got the, you know, the, the posts and the beams screwed together. I got the whole thing basically bracketed onto the onto the camper, so it's all one unit. I got the fourth and final um, chained, you know, concreted footing set up. Um, I had to go buy parts for that. Cut off the old strap that was there. Just visually, I just want it to look clean, you know, as clean as possible. And then I got inspired and decided to hang a bird feeder. Um, because there's an extension of about yeah, two feet of chain, really, from one of the corners of the shade sail. So I just hung a bird feeder in the center of that chain and filled it up. And that feels nice to me. It feels homey and welcoming. And then whoever's going to stay there is going to be greeted by birdsong in the morning, which is just kind of always awesome. Um, unless it's that one squawky one. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I, and it looks good when you come up. And then I got, um, I hauled, you know, I got all the rocks unloaded that I had brought last night. I went and got rocks last night and got those unloaded, um, moved them off to the side so that it, like it's at least clear where the parking space is. And then made a little sign that just says park and put that on the little bollard so that it's really clear, you know, that that's a parking space because it, it, the stencil I did doesn't show up well at all and was messy. And then I put a sign on the door, which is basically a hobbit door that just says, you know, watch your head. So all the signage is in. That feels good. Um, the main thing I'm concerned about is getting the stoop or the front entry rock um, patio done, like getting it to dry in time. So I'm going to go to town today just to get um, a bunch of quick crete. I'm going to probably buy seven more bags just to make sure I have enough for everything because I need to do footings for the shower tomorrow morning um and I need to finish mainly finish that stoop because that stoop is kind of really important because it's how they're going to get in and out <laughs> so it has to be done and I realize I don't really have enough of the quick creed I do have some more Portland cement and I do have a let's see did I I think I might have one spilled bag so I could mix it in a bucket and, and haul the bucket over there. And I kind of had fun driving my old van back and forth because, it, it you, you know, it's got this big open area. The first thing I did when I got it was take out all the seats except for the front two seats. And so I can fit lumber in there. I can fit pallets in there. I can fit, you know, lattice. It's just got lots of room for stuff, post hole digger, et cetera. So I'm not like walking back and forth with small amounts of stuff. You know, um, and I finally pruned that big shrub that's out on the road, um, just on the one side of the driveway and it just obscures the driveway and makes it like you have to make a wide turn. So I finally pruned that down. So that's much clearer. And I'm unfortunately not going to be able to get the shade sail back up on the community area for now, but I think that she'll probably be fine with what's there now because she has her own private shade sail. And I know guests don't tend to hang out during the day as much, especially in the summer because it is just kind of hot and there's not a lot to do like at the camp, you know, and there's so much to do, you know, in the 
in the park and everything. Um, so, and then I have all the kind of supplies moved over there and staged and ready to go. I need to set up lights. Oh boy. So I'm gonna have to figure that out. Um, I got a tea kettle and like, you know, I'm, I need to fill the rest of the water. I'm gonna have to figure out how to get the propane going. I'm not sure if I just turn it on or if there's, you know, some other technique. I'm going to text the guy who sold it to me. And then I should be good to go, but I do need to build that shower. I brought two of the lattice over there and I'm not sure yet if I'm going to just do two, um, walls for now. Um, I would prefer to cut the lattice and really just do like, you know, panels that basically cover you from you know, I don't know, below the knee to whatever four feet is, you know, on a person, a standard kind of average, whatever, you know, up to like the, you know, shoulder, like below the shoulders. And then I'm thinking, um, I might find something in town to put in there to, for more privacy, but I might just end up using the, um, repurposing the, the little reed matting that I thought I was going to use for that trellis, just cause like, you know, I need to get this done. It's a priority cause it's an income, it's an asset, you know, I need to develop the asset. So I'm probably just going to default to that. Um, I had to clean up the debris left by my ex-ex-boyfriend. Um, there was a bunch of weird stuff he left. Like, I don't know, anyway, whatever. And then I, I got this really cool hat stand a long time ago, um, but in Texas. And it, it has, it's, it's the state of Texas. Now, actually, I might have gotten it in California. But anyway, um, I just really liked it. And it was... Um, I'm not exactly sure how it works. It's it's kind of like got these two prongs that sort of stick out. And I'm not sure if you're supposed to turn your hat upside down and the, the hat, you know, the head part goes down. I don't know. That seems weird. But it's kind of cool, whatever it is. And so I think I'm going to put it in the shower and mount it on one of the posts and have it be the towel rack. Because it's just cool. And I've been wanting to use it for something and just couldn't really, you know, I didn't really think of anything that I needed um, it for. So I think I'm going to do that. And... um yeah, I think the shower should probably go together pretty fast. And it's going to be a little rough just for now because I don't have a piece of... Um, well, I can't get my saws working. I got this skill saw, um, like a battery-operated one, with a bunch of different batteries and a bunch of different chargers, and none of them go together. <laughs> so uh, it was just junk, basically, that I got, which is what I was told I was going to get. So <laughs> truth... But, uh, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm hand sawing and I don't, I'm not sure if I'm going to have the, um, energy or the desire or time to the motivation to like go and re unstack the pallets and get to the plywood and then cut a piece of plywood in half, which is probably what I should do. And I probably will end up doing that. But right now I can't even think of doing that because I'm pretty tired from working, I didn't sleep almost at all last night. I think I slept like an hour. I don't know what was wrong with me. I think I basically just had like nervousness, you know, because I knew I had so much to do and I had to get up all early. And um, that's, that's pretty much what happened. Um, but yeah, I just watched like three different movies and I just ate and just like gave up on trying to sleep. And uh, it's kind of disappointing, but it is what it is. I figure I'll probably take a nap at some point. But um, so I did make good progress today. I'm really glad that the frame is done and it looks really pretty good. And the, the, the lattice was a good move. It's, um, I had that earmarked for something else, but, um, it's, you know, I'll just, um, get more lattice, but it looks really nice. So I'm glad that I did that. Um, and then, yeah, just, it's going to be kind of a work in progress, but hopefully the guest is understanding. Cause overall it's really cool and it's stable and you know it it just um she can probably tell that I'm still just doing rock work but the front stoop will be done and I hope it will be dry I think it'll be dry enough for her to walk on for sure but it's pretty exciting and fun to work with rock um and cement it's pretty neat for I think so um and then I'm really excited about using these like flagstones that I got that I pulled out of the earth like that's pretty cool to me and especially since flagstone is kind of expensive and it was just kind of neat to do that so and it was really neat to see them in their natural, you know, um, setting, like um, <laughs> the wild flagstone in its native habitat <laughs> being hunted by <laughs> a human. So it was just kind of cool to see how they lay in the earth, you know, all kind of like basically striated uh, strata or striated, yeah, strata. So, and then just easily be able to pull them out like shale kind of like. So it was, it was really kind of a neat experience for me, you know. 
But anyway, so I'm going to be working on that as a priority to get that done. And then, of course, the shower. And I think things are going to go together pretty well. Um, because I'm having an issue with my pump and the water and stuff, it's going to be a little bit frustrating, I think, to get the shower water full. Um, but I do have two more um, six-gallon jugs of water that I can use for filling the, you know, a, like I was thinking I would just use like a five gallon bucket and just, you know, advise the guests just to limit, you know, like make another sign and just have it be like, you know, guests are advised, you know, or something friendly, like just, you know, we're in the desert, like, you know, please limit your showers because we only have so much water kind of thing. So um, and that should, I'll put that in the shower. And then I just have to kind of clean the bathroom and install the toilet um, paper roll handle. And I think that's it. So yeah, the, the area, the community area is pretty cleaned up. I moved some pallets and some other stuff and it looks a lot better. And there's just a few other things I'm going to need to move out. But um, yeah, so I got a lot done today. There's still a ton to do, but I feel like I'm totally on my way. I'm, I'm you know, I'm making progress and moving forward. So and then the only other thing I'll say is um, the dogs have not fought today. They've been really good. They went on a very long ramble together. And at first they kind of came back and they were like totally hanging out and being good dogs. Like what I would like the dogs to do. What I've always wanted my dog to do, which is to hang out when she's off leash. But she just always has to run off. You know, she comes back though, of course. So, but what I did was I found this like, I don't know what it was, like a part of a, maybe a bag or something and it's metal and it I just basically was I clipped it right onto the cable zip line and gave the other dog his own but then of course they tangled them <laughs> so it's just it's not really that much different from when they were on the same one but at least they have you know they're they need space I think is what it is they just really need their own territory but I think they're both really pretty good dogs so but that's it. It's starting to get hot, so I'm going to get ready to go into town and get um, the mainly the quick create, and I'll check my mail. It looks like I got some deliveries. And, um, yeah, just try to take a nap. I'm going to go to the pool today because there's the there's this barbecue that they're throwing for the member owners, uh, the member owner association. The Instead of an HOA, it's a POA because it's a property owners association instead of homeowners association. And they're throwing like an appreciation barbecue for $5 a plate. And there's going to be some music. Um, I think my ex-ex-boyfriend's like really narcissistic friend is going to be playing. <laughs> but whatever. it's I don't care. It's live music. So um, I'm going to go to that this evening. And um, yeah, the pool will be really restorative. Maybe I'll get to fall asleep at the pool. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's that for today. So I'm making progress. Um, and I didn't kill all my plants by not watering them for a day, but boy, it came close. I think the strawberries died, but I think it's going to be okay to water every other day. I just need to kind of keep building shade. So, uh, I will update you on the next iteration. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Okay. Wow. So I just had a... I would say it's a synchronicity, but it's also like basically a kind of a psychic thing um, to do with the clairaudient message that I last received that I would consider to be psychic intelligence. So psychic intel. Um, I am just delighted that one of the sort of sources that I've relied on for information pretty consistently since... Um, gosh, when was it? I think it was before 2020. It was, it was somewhere when it was when I kind of started following Q, which wasn't in 2017. I didn't know about it when it came out. But um, X22 report, and it's I really like how the report is done because it's all research based, and then it's really optimistic too. So it's not just like you know hopium, like you know. Oh, I have some some source I can't disclose to you that's told me that we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. It's not like that bullshit. It's like, look at this news article. Look at this um, 
uh, court case. Look at this tweet put out by Elon Musk or whoever. You know, it's just, it's all just research. It's like here, like showing sauce, com- com- like continually, you know, showing evidence continually, citing sources so that you can go look it up. But it's, it's like, we're winning. He always comes out with kind of at the end, like, so we're, we're winning. And, um, and Derek Johnson. So, uh, X-22 report is interviewing Derek Johnson, which is like the, it's just two of my favorite sources of information all in one place. But so check this out. Derek Johnson in the first part of the show of the interview, he is, he used the exact phrase that the clear audience message contained. He's talking about, he said, behind the scenes. He used that phrase, behind the scenes. And that's the exact phrase that was used, that was spoken to me um, whenever it was, like last week or a few days ago or whatever, that I've already mentioned in this podcast. That's significant, especially because he's talking about devolution and continuity of government. And he's talking about these generals that are not the TV generals, you know, but the actual generals that hold the keys to the, the, you know, the, all the information and all the, you know, everything, the military stuff, whatever that comprises. Um, And the devolution theory put out by Patel Patriot had said something about these 200 generals. And I think there was something about that with Q, but uh, Patel Patriot never read the drops. He never read Q and still hasn't. Um, So I'm just like, blown away and fascinated and again if you um you might not think this is anything it's just this minor thing it's just coincidence but I don't I pay attention to this kind of stuff and I consider it to be highly significant and relevant and it's led me in the right direction by paying attention to the little cues I'm getting but that just blows my mind I'm excited to be listening to this episode I can't wait to hear the questions that Dave asks um Uh, Derek and just to see the discussion especially like current you know kind of um, discussion of this and he's you know just the fact that he's used that exact phrase that was given to me through some sort of clairaudient psychic ability that I have uh, last week oh wow (laughs) and he's talking about these generals operating behind the scenes to take out all the you know the dirt and the grime and you know basically like clean this drain the swamp of all the evil that's taken over um and you know again and just so you're refreshed if you haven't listened to some recent episodes or all the way through or whatever you know that saying that that we're in a continuity of government meaning that um the military is actually in control and they did us they they took over not in a violent aggressive or forward um open way but in a way that is behind the scenes. And I know enough from having researched enough of this from different angles and heard it from different perspectives and said in different ways. Um, I think I know exactly what he's talking about. So that's super exciting and validates even further and more specifically, even verbatim, what I was given psychically. So holy shit, that's exciting. <laughs> yes, I'm nerding out about this, but if you've been listening to this podcast, you know. I'm a nerd, and this is like some of my favorite stuff ever. So that's super cool. This is pretty weird. Um, so I drove all the way to town just to get bags of Quickcrete, which is like, you know, pre-mixed concrete, if you didn't know. And the hardware store had a sign on it, a handwritten sign that said it was closed today. And I'm like, no. And since I played frisbee golf with the dad and son owners of it on Thursday, and I go in there regularly, and I'm a good customer, and you know, always pay my bill and everything, I was just like, I went and got online, and I sent them a message that via Facebook because I didn't know how else to get hold of them, and just said, like, I, I drove all the way to town just for this. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. I really hope it's okay. Um, I grabbed seven bags, and um, I, I'll call you, you know, I'll pay tomorrow over the phone or, ne- you know, next week in person or whatever works for you, and I p- appreciate your understanding, you know, and, like, I just hope they don't, like, call the cops on me, but I don't think they would because, like, you know, but um, anyway, so I get home, and I realize that I've bought the wrong thing. I bought mortar instead of concrete, so then I decide not to panic, and I'm like, it's probably going to still be fine, right? And so I look it up, and it turns out in a concrete versus mortar um, article right off the bat, it says that mortar is actually better for working with rocks than 
concrete would be. And the only difference is that there's aggregate in the concrete versus the mortar, but it's actually better to use mortar when working with rocks. So I accidentally got the right thing and had been using the wrong thing. So that's cool. And I hope I don't get arrested. <laughs> Probably won't. They're going to be open tomorrow. So I'm just going to call them. I think they're open at 10. And I'll just give them a call and just say, hi, I'd like to pay with my card for the seven bags I got, you know, again, thank you. You know, hopefully I think it should be fine. But yeah, they, I mean, they know me and I'm a good customer and stuff, but it was a little bit of a wild thing to do because, you know, well, obviously why? It's just like, okay, <laughs> I just, because I, I need to get this done. So anyway, I hope it goes well. <laughs> I'm going to chill out for a while and then head to the pool, man, in a bit here and take a load off and just rest. The pool is a great place to take naps or at least lay around, so. I just wanted to tell you because it was kind of funny. It's 10.30 on Sunday morning and I'm just, I've just finished my morning's work. I didn't get going till about 7.30 so I only put about three hours in and I'm pooped. I've been tired for the last like hour, hour and a half, um, but I got a lot done. I finished the stoop for the camper, for the um, sunlight pop-up camper. So that's looking really good. It's really cute and it's really, it's all smoothed out and nice and now it just needs to dry. So that's the main thing is just letting it dry and hopefully it gets dry enough to be walked on by 11 a.m. on Monday. <laughs> Luckily it's very hot and sunny so that would help. Um, and then so once I got that done, I got over and started on the shower over in the community area off of the composting toilet shed kind of building with the um, charging station and stuff. And I got the footings put in. I got the pallet laid down to measure where the footings should go. And I got the posts, um, you know, set. So they're drying. And then I got the, the piece of plywood attached to the pallet. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't big enough to fit the pallet. You know, there's probably like two, three inches on all sides, you know, of, um, outside of that. But I got this idea cause I had all this extra, I had mixed up the last of my bag of Portland cement with some of the gravel that I just had on my site. And I had a bunch of leftover from doing the footings and I'm like, I don't want to just waste this and dump it out somewhere. And then I thought, well, what if I just put it on top of the plywood and then it was like a cement floor. And then I was like, Oh my God, I have enough of those flagstones left over. What if I made it a flagstone floor for the shower? And that's, that was like, Ooh, right. Make it extra shishi, uh, rustic shishi. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's a funny term, rustic shishi. Maybe I'll coin that. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I was able to get the flagstones um, set in the rest of that concrete mix. And then what I'm going to do is come in with mortar um, once that dries a little bit and I have a little bit of time to rest because I'm just exhausted. Um, I might try to do that tonight. I think that would be the best thing to give it some more time to dry, even though it would be overnight. You know, it's still dry air. Um Oh, I have been checking the, humid the humidity levels every day, actually, one or, once or twice a day for the last, um, this will be the third, I think the third day I'm doing that, or third or fourth, because I'm, I bought plans to make a, um, make my own, like, uh, air, what's it called? It's, it's basically, um, it's kind of like in Star Wars, where they were on that, that, uh, the first movie, you know, where they're on that planet where Luke lives, and I think they called it a condenser. Well, that's basically what I'm going to build. I'm going to build one that'll just pull water out of the air and provide water. And it does up to 50 gallons a day. So I was just excited to find that because all these ones that you can buy are three to $6,000. So and I got, I got plans for one and I'm going to eventually, I'm going to build one. That's one of my other projects I'm going to do. But yeah, it just makes sense out here to be, to be creating water from the air. And I was, I wasn't sure if the humility humility if the humility would be great enough if the humidity would be great enough out here in the desert but it is great I mean it depends on the time of year but um it's like 60 percent in the morning and it goes down to maybe 35 percent in mid-afternoon late afternoon you know so the minimum required is 35 percent I think for this thing to work so it's going to work just fine at least part of the year so that's going to be really, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I think that, you know, it's like when you put it out there, it comes to you. Um, and it may just be the Facebook algorithm 
because <laughs> I think I was asking a question a few weeks ago on one of the groups I, I'm in and just seeing what people you know, knew about and whatnot. So, you know, it's probably just targeted algorithmic advertising, but hey, I'll take it. So yeah, I'm going to build this thing when I get some other stuff done. But yeah, I'm really excited. I'm getting to the point where I'm getting close to being done with getting the B&Bs, at least the first one up and running, and then amenities that can be used by the other units up and running. So once the posts are set, um, probably I might wait till tomorrow morning because it's such a minimal thing, but it is kind of cutting it close because the guest is getting here. Um, but the only thing is you just don't have that much time in the evenings to work. You maybe get an hour where it cools off. So I might go out there and just force myself to work like at 7.30 versus 8.30 just to get a couple hours in, um, even though it's going to be hot. But I will have the shade of the bathhouse. I'm calling it, yeah, now I can really call it the bathhouse because it's going to have a bathing component. But the composting toilet will provide me shade from the western side, so that actually would make it more doable. But that way I can cut those two um, lattice panels in half and then do, you know, like at least three sides of privacy. I don't actually really need one on the side that's up against the shed, the, the bathroom, but I think it would look nice, you know. It would make for a nice experience, so I'll just probably do it anyway. And um, and then I would like to see if I could do one of the lattice panels as a little door. But I don't know if I can make it work because the lattice has, you know, all these like very, it's very thin, obviously, and very rickety or whatever. And I think moving it back and forth might be too much for it. I could possibly sandwich one end between, you know, two pieces of wood. But I just think it's too, I, I'll probably just do the three, you know, and and have it be an opening, and then um, I'll, I'll probably just get a curtain or something, you know, ultimately. But for now, it might be just be an open shower. <laughs> so I'll get the beams in probably tonight, and then put the, put the lattice up maybe tonight or tomorrow morning. I still need to get the lights up for the uh, camper area. Solar lights be in and out, inside and out of the camper. I'm not too sure how I'm going to do the inside of the camper yet, uh, but I'll we'll have to figure it out. And um, I think that's it. Something got into the bird feeder last night. I'm not sure what, because we don't really have squirrels out here. It was probably just a really mean bird, but it would have had to been like a crow or a couple crows, because man, that thing was ripped down, separated from its lid, laying on the ground. I mean, pretty impressive really so I did hang it back up but I'm kind of thinking okay <laughs> that might not last very long <clears throat> and because it's so far from my compound whatever it was must have been more bold to be able to to do that I don't think they're going to attack the ones closer to my house just because I'm right here but and the dogs and stuff but so but that's fine it's just a, an added add-on but I got the main stuff done um except for the shower just have to finish that and um yeah, I think this is going to be great. I'm I'm going to drag the barrel over tomorrow morning, probably, maybe this evening I'll have time. Probably not. So I just have a lot to do before they get here, but it'll be, most likely I'll get everything done tomorrow morning. But getting the lattice panels on, getting the, the beams on, the lattice panels on, getting the barrel over there, I'm going to probably dig a little depression to set it in the ground, maybe two inches. And then, and or, just do a couple of, cinder blocks to hold it in place so it won't blow down because it's not going to be full of water right now for now um ultimately i'll i'll figure that all that out and have it you know I'll probably um catch water off the roof of the the uh, composting toilet and fill that barrel that way um but i'm nowhere near set up to do that right now and then i'll put a bucket on top of the barrel and they're both white so i think it'll you know it'll look not so trashy right now <laughs> um and I'll have it be, you know, I'll have it run. I might even, I, probably what I'll do is put it on the side, on the east side where it's just hidden, basically. You don't really see it very much. And then I'll, the, I think that the shower pump line is long enough where it'll still run around to the side that I want to have the shower head on, which um, is going to be like facing, I guess, so you'll be standing facing north. Although I don't know why you would need to do that necessarily. It's just kind of standard, you know, you walk into the shower, you know, and then the shower head is like at the far end of the door, you know, opposite the door. Um, and then I'll get that reed mat matting up. And, um, I think that will be, that'll be it really. <laughs> it won't be heated be, uh, because I don't have that capability yet. 
but at some point um, I want to get it heated because obviously in the winter we have a large amount of people coming out here so I want to have give them hot showers in the evenings or whatever whenever they shower they wouldn't be able to get one in the mornings because you know you need solar to get it heated but so I'm really excited I got everything pretty much dialed in and it's gonna get done on time it looks like and I'll probably be scrambling to the last minute to get it done but um yeah I'm I am done for the day man I'm gonna go lay down <laughs> and um just rest and gonna you know gear up for tomorrow but everything's pretty done and the dogs went on a long rambo ramble today that um, my dog is still on her ramble um but the new dog came back um about half hour ago um and he's actually starting to listen to me when i tell him to sit and lay down he came up onto the futon with me and sat next to me and i i told him sit and he heard it a couple times but he did it he actually did it and then he laid down and so he's being a very good boy and i gave him some treats to encourage his behavior yes 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 so that's pretty awesome and i'm sure she'll come panting back at any moment so i did find him completely immobilized in tangle this morning which really was upsetting that's not okay i don't know how long he was like that my power was out this morning um but you know these are things i'm working on trying to get it figured out typically i've never seen that before so i think he's you know it's the only time that's ever happened but i immediately just let them both off their zips and let them just run free and they went gall gallivanting off like joy pure joy but yeah, so anyway, that's what's happening. And um, I think, I hope today's just going to be a quiet Sunday now from now on. I have to call the hardware store um, because they did totally write me back and they were super nice. And they were like, oh no, totally. We really appreciate you letting us know. And she just calls tomorrow, we'll get squared away. So it's like, yay. So I just need to call them and pay that. And then I'm going to try to just chill and not work for the rest of the day, <laughs> which is kind of hard for me. 